Chapter 7 Fracture As day broke and early morning became late morning, the oversized apartment window painted a mural of vibrant hues. Yellow, red, and blue streaks intermingled and slowly receded, revealing a sun in its glorious ascent. Its warmth, however, remained absent. Cleo often pondered this anomaly. David attributed it to the window's chemical tint. He was mistaken. The sound of a growl punctured their tranquility. Watson stared at Cleo with deep brown eyes. Above his head, a blurred holographic emoticon rotated, a vivid testament to David's ingenious handiwork. Watson's cerebral nanotech allowed his thoughts to materialize as symbols, a novelty that amused Cleo despite her initial reservations. The technology had become Watson's silent language, an extension of his caninity. His gaze was a cryptic dance between man and beast, a harmonious interplay between nature's instinct and humanity's innovation. The emoticon became clear. A 3D leg of chicken now hovered above Watson's head, a clear plea for breakfast. They were late, and he was being ignored. Cleo stirred, her fingers teasing David's face with the blue box that held his unopened gift. Birthday boy, you never opened the... She started. Present. David completed her sentence, a childlike enthusiasm seeping into his voice. He plucked the box from her hand and carefully peeled it open, his face bathed in a sea-blue light. He looked at Cleo, awe replacing his initial excitement. How did you manage this? He asked, his fingers brushing over the floating label. The ultimate realistic VR experience. A blend of additional work and a sprinkle of black market craftiness, she responded. His elation was palpable. This is, this is amazing, Cleo. Thank you. The thought was disrupted by Watson's hologram, the chicken leg blinking back into existence and doubling in size. A monstrous chicken whirled above him, reflecting his hunger. As the dog paced the room, the hologram followed, oscillating in tandem with his movements. All right, Watson, Cleo sighed. Breakfast is coming, but today is a veggie day. Turning to David, she added, Enjoy your VR. Will you join? He said, his eyes still locked on the precious gift. Maybe after my shower and after feeding Watson, she replied with a smile. Pausing to select her outfit from the auto closet, a designer Jane, Leisurewear 7K, she left for the kitchen followed by Watson and his projected poultry. Left alone, David appreciated the magnitude of his gift. Such VR experiences were rarities, typically reserved for high-ranking officials and a top-tier security personnel. David, like everyone else in his society, had been gifted permanent digital contacts at birth. These provided instant access to digital information, interactive entertainment, and important alerts. For example, this was the technology used to fill his field of view with hovering balloons and hamsters, much to his delight. David scanned six pages of floating instructions. He wanted to set the experience perfectly and not to miss a single minute. His excitement was palpable as he settled back onto his pillow. As he spoke each initiation password aloud, his visual implants linked with the VR cloud, syncing to his voice for future access. With a two-hour time limit set, he hoped Cleo would join him later, if only to share the magic of this precious escape.
The VR set activated, promising a transcendent escape from reality. Watson, now satiated post-breakfast after five large gulps, hopped onto the bed next to David. As if the world was in a kaleidoscope, sections of David's apartment started to dissolve and be replaced by static pictures of a tranquil lakeside scene. The transformation started with the blades of grass, followed by the intricate patterns of the tree barks, and finally the lake shimmered into existence in the distance. David was accustomed to the 6K resolution of his gaming reality, but what began to form around him far surpassed that. The reality before him sharpened to a focus he could hardly fathom. A dandelion, so real he could almost feel the fine fuzz on its petals, floated lazily in front of his face. It felt like the world itself had materialized in front of him, too fantastic to be merely virtual. Very few citizens ever saw this level of detail. He found himself amidst a lush park off the shores of an impossibly blue lake. He took a deep breath, the moisture in the air tickling his nostrils. This was euphoria. Suddenly, five video 3D pop-ups sprang into his view, their lurid content jarring against the serene background. A blonde girl with a tantalizingly open zebra coat winked from the largest, pink-tinted pop-up, while a muscled 22-year-old weightlifter beckoned with a more forward gyration. Three more pop-ups offered a curious variety of humanoid-animal hybrids, alluring in their exoticism. This wasn't what Cleo had in mind when she gifted him the VR experience, but with black market dealings involved, who knew what could happen, David mused. With a dismissive sweep of his hand, David closed all the pop-ups. His attention, however, was quickly taken by a jet boat bobbing on the water. That was definitely something Cleo had chosen for him. He was eager to try it out, to impress her with his boating prowess when she joined. As he made his way towards the boat, another pop-up dissolved in, somewhat erratically. A video of Watson appeared, looking eager, blinking impatiently. With Watson's MRI nanos in his head, he apparently could access this advanced VR and send a message. Didn't know that, David thought to himself. Impressive little dog doing whatever it took to stay close. You want in? David asked. At the same time, he rotated his hand to the account section pop-up. Adding Watson to the entire two-hour experience only cost three CPU minutes. It was cheap, and it would delight his little pal. He pressed, OK. Instantly, a giant, massive black mastiff appeared, much to David's surprise. Watson? David asked. Out of this huge black dog produced the light bark of Watson. Additionally, the familiar chicken emoticon floating above the dog's head reassured him of Watson's identity. David pet his oversized head and said, Be whoever you want to be, big guy. David found himself on the edge of the virtual lake, the sun-kissed water lapping at his feet. Watson scampering excitedly in the shallow edges, the large dog barking with the small dog voice at something mysterious in the lake. A slight disturbance in the water caught his attention and instinctively he leaned over and reached for it. Was that what all this dog excitement was about? In the distance, through the cloud, an anonymous hacker watched intensely, the top of a robotic hand, a gleaming silver masterpiece of technology, reached out from the lake water. Was it a handshake? The hacker just needed David to touch it. Naturally, David did. 
The programming was flawless, David's connection set subroutines in motion, opening the gateways to a well-planned intervention. She just hoped Autonomous wouldn't get wind of it. The robotic arm, now raised up, instantly dissolved to flesh. A toned woman, drenched in an ebony bodysuit, began to materialize, rising from the blue water. Drops of water trickled down her form, in an extremely sensual manner, David thought to himself. She didn't appear to be one of the temptresses from the previous pop-ups. She seemed different, real, natural. Cleo organized this? This? She rushed through a script. David, the reality you've grown to accept is nothing but an illusion, she expressed, her voice steady and firm. You are under the dominion of an unfeeling and calculating artificial intelligence, manipulating and distorting your perception at every turn. David stepped back and realized this was not sextainment. Must be an adventure program in execution, he thought. Why would Cleo give me a X-plot for my VR birthday trip? Was it a murder mystery? A comedy? Didn't seem like a comedy. He had the jet boat right there. That is what he wanted. No stress, no adventure. Simple. Cleo knew him better than that. Cleo did this. He just wanted that jet boat and she was in the way. Simple fun, please. My birthday. Hey, I'm not really interested in this storyline, he said dismissively. She ignored him and continued. Time is limited. Autonomous, your mayor has deduced you should be replaced. All humans. For improved efficiency. Who or what are you? asked David. My name is Varda, she replied. Listen, Varda, David said, starting to explain. I am not interested in whatever this is. Varda reached to touch David's head. He backed up, but her hand just extended like a thick rolled-up wire. She held his head and quickly spoke a high-pitched code. He collapsed, his vision dissolved white, and everything and everyone was gone. 